0: Welcome from the Las Vegas Convention Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are at the EMS World Expo, the largest EMS event in North America, where over 5,300 EMS professionals come from over 44 countries to unleash their potential. This is EMS World Presents Stories from the Expo, an archive of the 2017 EMS World Expo. EMS is changing, so if it's going to change, all of us have to
1: work towards the future goal. It's only going to get worse in the United States, just like it did in every other country. What we saw recently is going to be mimicked over and over again. It already happened just a few days ago. It'll happen some more. 9-11 wasn't the beginning. Well, actually, it really wasn't the beginning, but it's going to just continue to get more and more frequent, I'm afraid. So we really have to be on top of our toes. And I think that the way our education programs are changing and the way we train is actually going forward in the right way. In the old days, it used to take forever, and classes were just never updated. It took forever to get a program to move forward, and now we're moving forward at a great XP, which is where it really needed to be. But it it was nothing for books to stay the same for five, six, eight years. Now we're updating books, like, every six months, eight months. So it has moved forward much faster. Uh, I've been a paramedic for 24 years. I've been in EMS 25 years. I've been an instructor 22 of those years. Okay. My name is Mary Freeman of West Feliciana Parish. Fire district number one, we have 18 stations. We're right over 400 miles. We have the largest maximum security prison in the United States. It's where Angola is. So it's kind of like notorious as being one of the worst prisons. It's actually not. And I live there. (laughs) I've been coming to Expo for 16 years now. This is like awesome because it's the first time I was not able to afford to come to EMS on my own, to EMS World Expo on my own. Um, I fell last year and actually collapsed my entire spine. So this is the first time I haven't been able to work the entire year. I was able to teach the entire year, but I'm a paramedic firefighter, so going into buildings and pulling people out. That's not happening this year. Maybe not next year either. So I've been kind of on the injured list. So when I could apply for the scholarship, I did, which was really great. So I was able to come. I'm still not recovered. I'm an inch and a half shorter this year than I was last year at the same time. It's actually stupid. I fell two days before at a fire. Like I fell all the way just about shoulder deep in a hole. And I wasn't hurt, or I don't remember getting hurt. Scampered out of the hole, went, worked the whole fire, worked the next two days, no problem. And then the next morning after the two days, I got up, went to fix my husband coffee, goes to work at like 1 o'clock in the morning, tripped over a doggy gate at the house. (laughs) And I didn't want the coffee to spill, so I kept my my back straight when I did. I fractured five vertebrae. So by the time I went to the hospital, the doctor at the hospital says, oh, you look too strong, you look too this, you look too that. I'm giving you some muscle relaxer and sending you home. They had taken the x-rays. And I'm like, dude, my back is broken. I felt it when it broke and turned. And he's like, no, no, there's no way. A day and a half later, they called me, the same doctor, to tell me, I found five fractures. I didn't catch them. The guy in x-ray caught them. need you to have come back. And I had gone on three calls that day already. I just couldn't pick up my bags to go because they were suddenly too heavy, and I couldn't really drag them. So I just picked up my medic kit, and went in with just my medic kit, but I didn't bring it all my other gear. So I'm still doing most of my stuff, but the guys are carrying my gear in for me. So yeah, and they're doing CPR for me.